Hi, and welcome to I Scream. I'm Alice. And I'm Kira. <laughs> so every soul, every bone in my body wants to say welcome to the morning news. It's a bad habit that we need to break. Yeah, we'll fix it. We'll promise. Maybe we could like change it up a little bit. Like, what did I used to say? Hello and welcome to Ice Cream, the podcast. I am your host. Okay, because then, because then, then you can't. Yeah, because then yeah. there's no, there's no welcome to the morning news. It would be an issue. Okay. Anyways, today we're going to be doing a creepy pasta. And yeah. yes, welcome back. It's been kind of a while. It, okay, welcome to midterms months. Uh huh. Yeah, we did that. It was like before I was really sick, and so we just never recorded because I, I yeah. was like, no. And I was, I am currently struggling, struggling in math. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I use this time to math. Yeah. And that's why we're doing a creepypasta and not a big episode because ain't nobody got time to research. <laughs> but I swear we'll get back to our serial killer drive soon. Yes. And we have new things. We do. We have new things coming. It's exciting. Should we say or no? No. It's surprise. No. Okay. Surprise. We're going to do surprise. Anyways, <gasps> on to the creepypasta. This one's kind of longer. We usually do this during Panther Prep, which is like 25 minutes, but now we're doing it during, during advisement. And that's like an hour and 30 minutes. I literally went up to my teacher, my advisement teacher, and I'm like, hey, can I go to Miss? And he, I didn't even finish my sentence. And he goes, yes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Does he want to get rid of you or I does he just so. like you? I don't you? even talk to him. No, he doesn't like me. Oh. He he always threatens to dress code me. Interesting. Uh. Wow. Anyways, let's begin. This creepy cop. Whoa. Creepy pasta. <laughs> creepy pasta. This creepy pasta is called the Blood Keeper. Let's go ahead and start. Mm-hmm. I live in a small but lively town in Massachusetts. Its local legends have fueled my love affair with the paranormal. It's a subject that fascinates me to this day. Coupled with insomnia, this passion led me to spend many a night at the nearby cemetery. Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) Hoping to see a ghostly apparition while walking through to pass the time. These outings were unfruitful, void of all activity, supernatural or otherwise. My dream of stealing a glimpse at what comes after eventually subsided, but I continued to visit the graves. It was a place where I could collect my thoughts when sleep eluded me. One night, however, something changed. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it was a spring. It was a dark spring evening. Oh. I was bored, couldn't sleep, and felt the need to do something outdoors in the cool night air, as it so often did. The local graveyard called out to me. Is, are they okay? I mean, you don't go to graveyards for fun, do um, no, I don't find that particularly fun. Oh, okay, so my family's a little weird. Every time we go to a new place, we'll go to the oldest graveyard we can find. And so we have been to so many graveyards that if you look at the years, we can tell you what this person probably died from. Like, we will go to a graveyard, look at the years, and be like, oh, yellow fever gotcha, didn't it? <laughs> so I'm this person. But you don't go out to the cemetery out of boredom. You're not like, huh, yeah, I'm bored, can't board- sleep. No, it's straight out of boredom. There's a cemetery. It's really old. It's right next to my house. And sometimes when we're bored, my mom's like, who wants to go visit the cemetery? <laughs> okay, then. So uh, I guess Alice and this person can relate a on, a, on a spiritual level. Do you go to find ghosts? No? No. No. Okay. No, I'm, I'm hoping the ghosts stay away. <laughs> I'm just there to see why people died. Anyways. Oh, wow. We continue. Yeah, we should probably move on. <laughs> um... Where were we? As it, it so often did, the local graveyard called out to me. I obliged, unable to resist the allure of its com- calming. 
Oh my God, I'm struggling. Of its calming nature. Sometimes I was even tempted to set up camp there and sleep amongst the dead. Um, not that crazy. No, thank you. Okay, good. Good to know. Knowing this would be frowned upon and perhaps morbid. Yes, it is. Uh, and we are frowning upon it just a bit. <laughs> it's, yeah. Okay. Just a bit, yeah. I settled for my walks. They were enough to make me at least somewhat weary by night's end. Hey, do you know that syndrome where people like think they're dead? <gasps> yes. Maybe that's what, what's going on here. I was thinking, I was just thinking, what if he is, okay, I'm thinking, what if he is actually dead? Oh, yeah, and that's why he wants to be among the dead. Uh-huh. <gasps> Whoa. Anyways. Mm. Oh, I have to tell you about a writing prompt that I read. It made me very excited. Oh. Uh, oh okay. Now? You want- I mean, you can go for it. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> instead of like this girl dies right and she meets death but death is like this scrawny nerd boy instead of like the scary death that we're used to and someone commented where's john green i need him to write this and i'm like and everyone's already dead so he can't hurt us anymore and it would be exciting so if someone could write that and then like send it to me i would be very happy yep mm-hmm. anywho sorry go ahead i'll do it for really? you yeah, yeah i'll do it anyways okay. <clears throat> After a couple hours there, I decided on one last stroll along the headstones in an attempt to become tired before heading home. Upon starting my walk, I noticed something. There was a light on in the groundkeeper's shack. <laughs> um, I'll read a little bit. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't like him to be working so late. It wasn't completely out of the ordinary until you factored in the large gaping hole nearby, big enough to fit several caskets. It was a miracle I hadn't fallen into it earlier that night. Curious as to what the man was up to, I crept towards the shack, making my way to the busted window on the side. What I saw was strange. Inside were nine men wearing tattered blue shrouds, partaking in a makeshift feast. Ew. The, <laughs> the main course was an oily red stew with a horrific smell that permitted... that per, What does that mean? Permeated. Oh, per, permeated, guys. Permeated uh-huh. the shack's walls and, venter, and ventured up my nasal passages, attempting me to, tempting me to gag. The man winced when putting it to their lips, save for three, a tall man at the end of the table and the two that sat beside him. When the feast was over, the tall figure stood up and addressed the room. I'll go now. Uh, Hello, newcomers. I hope dinner has been to your liking. He spoke with a firm voice. It resonated throughout the shack and beckoned even me to listen. Now that our bellies are full, Elijah will explain the rules of your impending trial. I listened closely. It seemed the men in the shack were part of a collective known as the Bloodlights. The trial the tall man spoke of was something akin to a medieval gladiator sport used to initiate new members. I listened on as Elijah divulged the game's inner workings, fearful but curious. Two teams were to be dispersed to opposite sides of the cemetery, each consisting of four members, three blood runners and one blood baron. The initiates would be... Oh, my. (laughs) The initiates would be the runners, and the tall man's henchmen would act as barons. There was one more participant to be discussed, the tall man himself. I thought it was going to be him. (laughs) Panic. He was the blood keeper. Though not on either team, he was the most crucial facet of the game. He kept and guarded what was referred to refereed. (laughs) They refereed. (laughs) Blows whistle. (laughs) Um... He kept and guarded what was referred to as the blood. I gathered that this referred to the red amulet hanging around the keeper's neck. As he firmly clasped it every time the word blood was uttered, the job of the runners was to retrieve the blood from the keeper. 
The barons acted as counsel, overseeing each team and helping where needed. After Elijah finished his lecture, the bloodkeeper took over. With every wound, there is blood. With every drop of blood, there is solace. Without death, there can be no light. What? Wow, he's a poet. <laughs> How could there be no light with death, without death? Um, Come on, Kira. Spit out the poetry. Help me, you help know, me like figure it out. You know, like yin and yang, you know? There's oh. always, like, you know, has dark and the light and light in the dark. Yeah. Mm. Anyways. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept it. The keeper opened a large cupboard in the corner of the shack, revealing a woman bound oh, no. and gagged. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. You were, sorry. Like, <gasps> you were like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I sounded like, oh, no, our table. <laughs> it's broken. <laughs> I hope people understand that reference. Okay. If they don't, they need to get a line. <laughs> Regardless, uh, that was my first reaction. I'll do that a lot when I'm reading. I'll go, <gasps> and then my sister's like, oh no, what happened? I'm like, she's sad. Okay. Anyways, Great. she's bound and gagged. Uh, futilely attempting to cry out for help. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know. Okay, you don't get to read this. Because I'm just thinking of the, oh no. You table. sit. You sit down and listen, because you're being rude to the lady who's I'm being sorry, bound. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. I I promise I'll get my composure after here. Okay. Okay. Go. Futilely attempting to cry out for help, my heart sank. This was not your normal run-of-the-mill cult ritual. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fine. Um, I had to find help. What if they hear me? Unable to nail down my next course of action, I was immobile, frozen in fear. The bloodkeeper continued. The light of blood can only be seen in death. Pulling a large red dagger out from his cloak. I'm sorry, I can't stop doing it. Keep going. He grabbed the woman and plunged it into her gut. Wow. I watched in horror as life left her eyes. She began to shriek, but was soon cut off by a cut to the chest, followed by a final blow to the neck. I was mortified. Okay, wait. There are faster ways to kill someone. I mean, yeah, but it's ritualistic. It? Oh, oh so, yeah. yeah. Mm, it's ritualistic probably specific, yeah. yeah. Oh, Look at you, thinking like a profiler. <laughs> Anyways, after throwing his kill to the floor, why does he say his kill? I know, it's a victim, not a kill. I. Uh, he's talking like they're in a video game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Anyways. Like they're playing Call of Duty, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not. No, no, no Call not. of Duty. Anyways, no Call of Duty. after throwing his kill to the floor, the keeper pulled out three vials, filling each of them with the blood that dripped from his blade. How much blood is on the blade? Uh, I, I guess Enough for lie. three vials. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, this was the blood. Or maybe he keeps like... Ew. <laughs> dipping it? Yeah. Oh. Anyways. Anywho. This is the blood the runners were after, not the amulet. Oh. <laughs> no, go figure. This is all the blood I have to offer that gives, at most, three of you the opportunity to become blood lights. And remember, you are being watched. Those who feel to collect must be disposed of. The same goes for any outsider you encounter. Corpses are to be thrown in the pit. Oh, my God. Ten out of ten. I mean, just imagine being that one person who enjoys being in the graveyard and it just ha so happens to be there that one I night. I am always going to be a little fearful. Now, every time I go to a graveyard, I'm always going to be like, well... I might not have a chance of being stabbed, but uh -huh. who knows? If you see this, Alice, please run. Don't don't stand there and watch and describe what it to me. What if I'm, like, mortified? <sighs> um, then at least try to hide. I'm not very good at hiding, but I'll run. Of course you aren't. <clears throat> Anyways. I do laugh. You... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hiding. I just I... hear someone in the bushes like, <laughs> 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 
murder. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be hiding during hiding go seek because I'm five, right? And you can just hear me behind my bush or whatever. I'm like <laughs> giggling. <laughs> and then the people come out, they find you. I'm going to cover this on my true crime podcast. Keep going. Anywho. Anywho. Go ahead. Dear God, I was truly in danger. That's what the nearby hole was for. The perfect hiding spot for a mass oh, grave. I thought he was going to go hide in it, sir. Oh, that's actually a good idea, though. Play dead. Hide in the hole. Well, what happens when someone goes to throw a corpse and they see one and who's there like, who killed this guy? Um, I did. It was a suicide. <laughs> it was anyway. knife on chest. I did it. It was me. <laughs> see? Okay. Okay. You messed up. Do you see the blood? <laughs> okay. I definitely didn't wipe it on me from the other mm, people. Nope. 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 nope nothing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there's already bodies in there. Oh, gross. Stop anyway. thinking that. That's gross. Anyways, you must stop at nothing to obtain one of these vials. All others will be sacrificed. Your thirst for blood must be as strong as your will to live. The men excited. The shack began. Exited. Oh. The man exited. <laughs> can read i swear the man excited the shock the trial you like how i knew the word permeated but i can't accident i was thinking of the word permeated i'm like (laughs) okay i'll read a little bit go for it okay the man exited the the shack to begin the trial I scurried silently to the wooded part of the graveyard and hid behind a large tree not wanting to end up like that poor woman i needed to I needed an opening to escape without being noticed. Glancing out at the cemetery, I saw a runner knelt before the grave, eyes closed. I assumed this was, let the trial begin. The bloodkeeper's voice echoed through the trees before I could take even a single step towards safety. My survival still hung in the balance. Using a moonlit pool of water by my feet as a reflective surface, I watched as Elijah and three runners strategized just ten yards from my position. My heart was pounding so hard, I was worried they would hear it. Between the beating of my chest and the conspiring whispers that filled the forest, my ears were consumed with an unsettling symphony of torture. Just when I couldn't bear another moment, silence cut through the brisk night air like the keeper's dagger piercing that woman's skin. A chill then burrowed into my spine. The puddle's reflection bore no cloaked figures. Peering out from behind the tree confirmed they were gone, or at least nowhere to be seen. This was my chance. Looking off into the distance, I saw a tomb by the main road, maybe a hundred yards away. It would provide a perfect cover to escape towards civilization, but there was no way I could waltz over there without being seen. The woods wrapped around the cemetery, so running from tree to tree would strengthen my odds of survival. I took a breath and braced myself. Without so much as a second thought, I dashed to the next tree on the path to safety and took cover. I then gathered my wits and surveyed my surroundings. No cloaks in sight. I sprinted to the next tree and took another glimpse out at the world. The coast was still clear. As I was about to take off in the direction of my next hiding spot, panic set in as my feet inexplicably left solid ground. My blood ran cold as if I was as I was lifted into the air by some unseen force. Okay, the next thing I knew, my body was hoisted up and the and placed atop a tree branch. There, I was greeted by an un, an unnerving sight of my captor, a blood runner. I didn't scream or try to get away. It would be no use. I sat there in terror and ex exhaled what i thought would be my last breath instead of gutting me the man spoke what's your name i was too shocked to respond come on now who are you 
He spoke clear this time, re revealing a slight English accent. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I was so excited. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, look, I noticed you out the window over there, eavesdropping. If I wanted you dead, I could have killed you then. I want you to help me. Help you? I asked. Yes, I'm going to use you to my advantage. I take you know what we're doing here, and you know the rules of the game. I nodded slowly, still shook. <laughs> Shooketh. <laughs> I like how that's the choice of words he used in this and dire there's situation. Some, there's some like still really like, good language. Yeah. yeah, there's some really good language in this one, but like then they throw in the shook. Miss Hamrick's out there. That's fun. Anyways, never mind. Good. With you, I may be able to turn the tables and get the upper hand. I was frightened, but I calmed down enough to focus on the runner's plan. See that tomb over there? That's where the bloodkeeper is. My stomach turned. To think, this guy may have just saved my life. I need you to go over to the tomb and open the door, slowly. The bloodkeeper will surely take a swing at you. Just as he's about to end your life, I'll swoop in and end this. But why? That's not part of the game. Right you are. You need not concern yourself with the why. Just know that if you don't do as I say, I will kill you myself. Now get going. Mm -hmm. The man gave me his cloak for protection and pushed me out of the tree. I didn't risk. I didn't want to risk facing the bloodkeeper, but I didn't want to perish at the runner's hands either. My fear of dying kept me from deviating. I again ran from tree to tree, eventually making it to my destination. The stench of bloodshed wafting through the air as runners fought for control of the field. With my back pressed to the cold, aged stone, the pull to escape grew. The main road was within my reach, but the thought quickly subsided. I was far too worried. The Englishman would catch up with me and take his peace price. He was <laughs> close enough, yeah. He was able to climb a tree and lift my weight into, into it without a sound. It was clear he possessed the agility and stealth needed to take me by surprise during a haphazard run for the hills. I sighed in defeat, knowing that one way or another I would probably die that night. Oh, okay. Mustering up every bit of courage I had left, I crept around the tomb and faced his door. My shaking hands reached the, for the rusted handle and pour, pulled it towards me. Before its hinges could even creak at the motion, the door busted open, pushed from within. The force knocked me over, my head connecting with the unforgiving ground. The moments that came over the moments that came after remained fuzzy. The bloodkeeper towered over me, half of his body in shadow. The other soaked in moonlight, a vision of death there to steal the blood from my racing heart. My eyes grew weary and shut for an instant before opening to see another figure. I couldn't make out who was who in my dazed state, but one attacked the other, completely overpowering them. The prey in this scuffle fell to his knee knees before landing face first into the cold cemetery soil. The familiar sound of metal colliding with flat, flat, <laughs> flat, flat, <laughs> it's flesh. Uh -huh. Colliding with, isn't it? I'm so good at that. That was good. Uh -huh. Colliding with, <laughs> colliding with flesh through the air. <laughs> Why'd you do it twice? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, my body can't function. You did a good job. You can keep doing it. I believe in you. Colliding with flesh rang through the air as the victor saw to it that the job was done. I prayed it was the bloodkeeper being torn apart. Otherwise, I was a goner. My eyes shut again before unconsciousness finally took hold. You're him, no? Yeah, I'll be him. Okay. Hey, are you all right? I heard an old man's voice as I came to. Are you okay? I opened my eyes to see who it was. The groundskeeper stood over me, holding a lantern to my face. What? How? Where are they? 
Where's who? he asked. You don't understand. I should be dead. The groundskeeper groundskeeper stared at me, confused, but then smiled. Come on, you'll catch cold out here. The groundskeeper, who I now knew to be Pete, invited me into his shack. He prepared me some food and tossed me a blanket to keep warm. Thankful and in need of an ear to fill, I told him of everything, despite how I knew how it would, despite how I knew it would sound. I didn't describe the men and their given, I didn't describe the men by their given titles. But Pete seemed to know what I was talking about. Sounds like you had a run-in with the bloodkeeper. That's him. How did you know? His spirit has been visiting these grounds for over a hundred years now, I suppose. His spirit? Incredible. It was all a haunting. He's happy now. Something uh, <laughs> something I always thought I wanted to experience firsthand. Pete and I talked for a long while. He knew all about the bloodlights and their dastardly deeds. Apparently, they were a sadistic cult that formed in the 1800s, terrorizing the local community. Each bloodlight initiation brought with it more disappearances. They used the cemetery as a space for their trials, burying casualties and sacrifices at the end of every night. After all, who would look for the bodies in the graveyard? Over 50 souls fell victim to the bloodlights before their sinister games were brought to a halt. During their last outing, an Englishman infiltrated their ranks and killed the bloodkeeper, avenging the... Oh, wow. Aveng- That's so cool! He's so cool! So in my head now, he's John Constantine. <gasps> oh. Totally. Okay, keep going. <laughs> avenging the death of his wife, who had been murdered, killing one during their one of their trials. Soon after, his disciples came forward, claiming to not have been controlled by the keeper's claiming to have been controlled by the keeper's amulet, alleging that it had supernatural powers. No amulet was ever such recorded. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, that made oh. sense. After Pete explained everything, I sat in awe, dumbstruck by the whole ordeal. Had I relived that fateful night, or did I time travel and help that man fulfill his goal? I may never know what oh. happened that day, but one thing is certain. I will never visit another cemetery for as long as I live, <laughs> just in case the ghost of the blood keeper keeper is still out there making his rounds written by christopher maxim he should get credit for this yeah good job christopher um oh my gosh do you think he time traveled and he he's the reason that it works (gasps) whoa that would be so cool i I like that mm, i like that too okay that's really cool okay Okay. (laughs) so (laughs) that was the creepypasta did you enjoy it more than the other one yes this one was significantly more bloody i think and that Uh kind of satisfied my sadistic Mm -hmm. story parts you know like it it feels nice to like do you think the lady that was killed at the beginning was his wife i don't think so because the englishman had already infiltrated at Mm -hmm. that point so it'd have to be before right yeah I mean, that's what I think, too. Yeah, okay. I'm glad we agree. (laughs) (laughs) I was just making sure, you know, in case you had a different uh, Should we tell them what we want to do? Should we? Mm. If they they listened all the way to here. I mean, did we even mention – did we mention that at some point? I don't think so. We didn't? Uh Mm, Maybe we should give them a little hint, hint, wink, wink. All right. So, you do it because I can't do it. (laughs) I don't know how to be subtle. Mm Well, a whole well, new world. <laughs> a whole new world. Um, so in the future, we're going to be doing some different things. We're going to do regular episodes every other Saturday like we've been doing. And then obviously we're deterring from that plan at this moment. But we're... Yeah, I'm just, we're again, yeah. midterms week. Bless mm-hmm. us, everyone. Okay. The last day of every month, we're going to do creepypasta, even though we're deterring from that right now. And then... So if you look at a calendar and you do your every other Saturdays, there's a Wednesday in between the other Saturdays. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to do something extra special. 
It's gonna be cool. Uh huh. It's gonna be a whole new world. <laughs> Um, I, well, we actually haven't decided which one we want to do. Yeah, but I think it's a good enough of a hit. We I think have, so too. I really like the third one. You do? Uh-huh. We can do the third one. They don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> they totally <laughs> don't. <laughs> we win. We, we win. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a whole 24 minutes long. It's amazing what you can do when you get time. Isn't it? Huh. Yeah. Maybe we can record another one. We totally could. Oh, my God. Okay, we're going to do that. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, they can't see me. I'm waving to nobody. <laughs> You're waving to me. Okay. Bye. Bye.